Okay, listen, this is just going to be a friendly game, right? We are all on the same team here, the Dunder Mifflin team. Of course, if you beat us, you're fired. That's a joke. Okay, let's do it. In the next episode that we are covering here is episode five of The Office Basketball. Yes, thank you, Rachel. Sorry. Yes. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Under, undercut me. I was just, I was just like, basketball. <laughs> yes. The episode. Basketball. <laughs> aired on April 19th, 2005. Written and directed by Greg Daniels. The first one that he wrote and directed for the show. Rachel, what happens in basketball? Very simply put, The Office and The Warehouse go head-to-head playing basketball. That's it. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's great. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. It is a very simple premise, and I do think this is one where you get a lot of... I wonder if it's because there's a lot of kinetic energy going on. It feels a lot more energetic than the first several... uh, Maybe other than Diversity Day. But it feels very energetic for the first season. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on. There's, like, little things that, like, happen all over the place quickly. So maybe that is why it feels more energetic. Greg Daniels, of course, helps to make The Office for the U.S. So this is the first one that he directed and wrote. think that they just wanted to do something that was a little bit more for lack of a better term, American. This is one that does not happen in the British show. So, I mean, you could see that. Like, they're not going to play basketball necessarily in the UK. Would they play, like, lacrosse or something? You think that's see, like... like a... I, I no, kind it, of, it would be if, soccer, If, if it did it? exist. Football. Football. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I live well, on I, this I, side I of the pond. See... Thank you. Rugby, lacrosse, football slash soccer... You know, yeah. something like that. That's a good question. I don't know if there is a, an equivalent in the UK version, and I did not look it up, so I do not know. I was just curious. I'm like, okay, do they have a, a sport episode? Because that would be kind of funny. Yeah. Because then it would be funny to see, like, the equivalent. So, should we get right into basketball? I guess I could say, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say this before we start, because I was like, should I say it at the end of the episode, or should I say this at the beginning of the episode? But I, I'll say this now. This was the episode, like I said, I did not watch these when they debuted. I watched them way afterward and got the DVD way afterward. But this was the episode that I used to try to convince my friends to watch The Office. Oh, really? Yeah, this was that. This was my attempt at having a gateway for the show for everybody else was basketball. I don't know what that means, but it could, it could mean favorable to the I show, think I think, or, or to this I episode. would think it's favorable to the show in a broader sense, that this actually kind of displays more of what you like about it yeah. as a whole, because there might be, I mean, obviously this is the first season, so there's going to be kind of flops, there's going to be some that are really good, et cetera, et cetera. That's like with the first season of most things. Right. And... 
I think you're what you're seeing is probably the characters show themselves a lot in this one. Maybe like the the plot feels a bit more like what they usually do, like with the, the with the with the office, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's why mm-hmm. you must have showed them this one. Plus, it's got a sports. Yeah, it's got sports. It's got sports in it. We, we it's were got sports. we were like <laughs> seventeen or whatever. Yeah, sports. Yeah. <laughs> so let us begin go through the show here so michael comes in and asks oh you get okay yeah so then michael comes in and asks his team if they have their bags and jim holds up a uh what would you call it duffel bag ryan has a sack it looks like a garbage bag I think it's just a yeah garbage bag. <laughs> and then Dwight is brown nosing, and he also has his duffel bag with him, to which Michael kind of chagrins at. Just ignores. Yeah. And we learn that they are playing a friendly game of basketball at lunch. Michael plays every weekend, which I was, I was like, yeah, I'm sure you do, Michael. But he saw that they had basketball hoops down in the warehouse i almost called it the factory down in the warehouse and thought that it would be a morale booster to play some basketball with the folks in the warehouse which i mean honestly that that the idea of like yeah bring everybody together give them something to do together yeah that's a it's a nice idea it's a fine idea a lot of times you're separated yeah right the way he goes about it and the things he says he's an idiot but yeah I've done this at work too. It's it's not yeah, a same. bad idea. It's just yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it to to win. I don't know what his purpose. he's like showboating. Yeah, I can't tell. I think what is his what it is. is. But he doesn't really have anything to showboat because. But he wants to be like the best yeah. and the winner. And I can't tell if he. It's hard to tell throughout this entire episode if he has an overinflated sense of how good he is at basketball or if he knows he's bad at basketball, it. but he's trying to cover it up. I I think this is just, I, I feel like it's more so the inflated, yes, I'm really good at this, but then he's playing with them and he realizes, oh, maybe I'm not good at this. And maybe the other people I play with, if he even does play with other people, aren't as as good as like these guys mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. like these guys i think yeah they play they 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 know what they're doing yeah. in a good sense and there's some big guys i have a feeling he plays with sides. a group that's like yeah yeah <laughs> so he talks about how yeah, there's bigger guys that are like that that probably do play yeah he talks about how he went down there and there were what the he started just shooting hoops down there and he starts sinking them you know nothing but net and their None of that jaws just dropped. African Americans. <laughs> what? What that? I'm like, of course you would st- streamline to the the stereotype, streamline straight to it. Yeah, yes, that's because that's all he knows. <laughs> there's there's a little bit that of is that. all he knows. Stereotype of everything. Uh, those those jokes are are pretty good though in the episode where he he wants oh i do love i do love their responses yeah yes their responses to it is is just like yeah that's beautiful thank you (laughs) he gets some messages and dwight wants to be on the team this is it felt like jim was trying to make fun of of michael having pleated pants but it didn't go like totally into that and then and then dwight just wants to be on the team yeah the the joke started but then it didn't get yeah it didn't like continue so 
Michael says that he can't because based on past behavior where he vouched for him in front of Todd Packer, Dwight. Todd Packer. We'll learn later that Todd Packer is like Michael's best friend. He's I, a I, he's a hoot. I do not see a hoot and a half. I do not see Todd Packer playing basketball. I can. You do. I can see him playing like an ass. Like I could see them actually playing together and both thinking they're amazing and both being horrible. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you like that. going three pointer and then like it goes nowhere. <laughs> like it goes completely yeah, out of bounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, like <laughs> the. Uh... I will give the television cut more than the extended cut here because in the television cut, you never find out what Dwight did at the pickup game that caused Michael to be so mad at him. But in the extended cut, they do a testimonial with Dwight where he says that he should, Michael was open on a few passes and he didn't pass it to him or Michael threw him the ball and he missed the passes or something like that. And I just thought it wasn't as satisfying as having something in your imagination. That elusive, yeah. that elusive, mysterious type of story that we want to know what it is, yeah. but they never tell us. It, I love that. It, I like it when it's kind of like just hinted it's, it's, at, but you never know what it actually it's is. It's better, especially when you see what Dwight's behavior is actually on the court. Like you can kind of imagine that he did something similar at the pickup game mm-hmm. that would have like embarrassed Michael. I love the little moment where Dwight starts playing with some toy on Michael's desk and Michael takes it and like puts it on the, like he takes it away from him. So he <laughs> just can't takes it away it. from him. Yeah. And like, no, you don't get to play with this. This line quoted a lot by myself and my college roommate. I don't know why. And I don't even remember what contact. There's a lot of quotes in this one that I, I will say that we did a lot. <laughs> of course. This, this one, <laughs> this one though, I can't even think of what the context was that we set it in, but the hand strikes and gives a flower. We used to say a lot, and I don't so understand weird. why. <laughs> Probably because it's such a weird thing. It doesn't really make any sense. But even, you even like the say hand motion like, of striking on the shoulder. Yeah. So he tells Dwight that he will not play basketball, but someone needs to take over the holiday and weekend work calendar because corporate wants people to be there on Saturdays. I can't tell if just to uh, up to 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 bring up productivity or what yeah but i guess I, yeah i can't really tell like is it just this saturday or is it every it saturday? seemed like it was every like, saturday which like, I, I think it's just supposed to be a month that, because good lord i think it's supposed like, to just be like this this <laughs> six days a week yeah it's supposed to be that dunder mifflin's kind of a shitty place to work it's still that first season they're a shitty company i mean they i feel like they just always are I think they always are, yeah. (laughs) But Michael, of course... It's one of those weird companies that stays afloat somehow, but they're still, like, dumping water. And they're still taking on water constantly, but they're still floating. They're fine. (laughs) Yeah, they have... They're uh, they're surviving. They have a lot of debt, but they never make money, but they're somehow just always kind of there. tape on it. It's fine. It's It's no big deal. So Michael doesn't want to deal with it, so he gives it to Dwight. There's a yeah, cut. Of course, Dwight's like, yes, yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> anything that Michael gives him, he's going to be up for. There's a cut scene in the super edit where I don't know if this is ever a thing. And Rachel, maybe you can tell me if this is a thing. Maybe this is a regional <laughs> thing. I don't know what the hell they were doing here. I thought this was gross. So Pam is fixing part of her desk with Elmer's glue. 
And, Which is not going to work. And, you need like some wood glue or yeah, something. Yeah, like, it was not, that's not going to work. Jim comes up to the desk to flirt with her as he does. And he takes yeah, the glue and he just, he just pours. He puts it on like hand sanitizer. He puts it on like hand sanitizer. But a lot. <laughs> or a lotion. Like not even a yes. little bit of it. Like a ton. And he just starts meshing it between his hands. And they talk about how they used to do this as kids where they would peel it off and it would make like a glue hand. Is this a thing? Did so, I miss this? I mean, I have no idea. I never did this. Here's the thing. Like, I would get glue on my hands, and it would dry, and you'd peel it off. But I never would, like, intentionally put it all over my hand to make a glue hand. It would just happen to be on my hand, and it was kind of fun to peel off the the glue after it dried. That's about it for me. I didn't eat glue. I didn't make glue hands. So I I was the weird kid, maybe. (laughs) Well, eating glue is a whole different conversation. I just want to know, folks at home, was this a thing? Did you do this? Because Pam and Jim immediately act like, yes, they know what this is. And granted, they're older than we are, so maybe it's a generational thing. But I'm like, is this... Maybe it's just that that minor gap of some years. Is this something that is done in in Pennsylvania? Like, somebody's got to tell me what's going on. Tell me what's happening. But Pam gets a call from Roy's mom while they're... And I guess it's supposed to be like a thing where like maybe Jim's getting a little, you know, he's getting a little hot and bothered because she's blowing on his hands to help it dry so that they can peel it off. Roy's mom calls her and he she has to take the call. So Jim has to just kind of walk away. And, and then... If... Yeah, he kind of... He, he's really awkward at that point because he's like just... He figured the call was going to be quick. So he's like, okay, then we can get back to the weird glue hand thing. But then he's like, I gotta just uh, walk away because they're not stopping, and it's yeah. his, it's the mother-in-law. Yeah, it's a little. Like, I'm just gonna th- I'm gonna throw it out there. It's not like I haven't done something explicitly only to talk to the girl, and then had to be like, okay, this isn't working. I'm just gonna stop. So I'm there. <laughs> I'm with Jim on this. I understand. Just awkwardly walk away. But it looks so pathetic <laughs> to see it happen it is a little sa- it's a little cringy it's very sad it's a little sad it's like oh sad yeah. Ooh, weird because oh, now you have glue oh, hands so like, sorry I would... oh that's gross sorry dwight at this time starts to figure out the schedule and the tie flip from the opening credits is in this scene he flips the tie back so that he can he can get to business of making that's people right. work on saturdays Gotta get that tie out of the way. He's, like, scheduling out. I don't even understand how this works. He's got a grid going on on this whiteboard that I don't even think he understands how it works. But it, I think it's supposed <laughs> to schedule out when, like, everybody's going to, what Saturdays everybody's going to work on. And clearly the power has gone to Dwight's head because he gets to decide when people are coming in on Saturday. No, I was just going to say, I just, I find it odd that it's like, he has to make this entire grid system for it when it's like, they're not, as far as I can tell, they're not hourly, like, okay, you're going to come in from like the morning shift and here's like the afternoon shift and like, no, my guess is the night shift. I'm guessing it's just, but that's why it like seemed weird. That's like, here's this whole grid system that I'm going to use to like figure out who gets which Saturdays. And I think the X is everyone in the office. And yeah. the Y axis, I don't know. Is it like that's what is it I like mean? The five like I, I've done, I've had to do stuff like with like jobs and like college and stuff where 
it was hourly. And it's like, okay, well, you have to take these couple of hours and then this person has to take these couple of hours. And you had to like pretty much grid that out to make sure nobody's getting too much and too little, right? This doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to know. Because I would have if... thought that was the times on the left. And it's like, no. <laughs> I kind of want to know if somebody has taken like a like a screenshot of this chart and tried to figure out what the hell Dwight is doing with it because it, it does not I hope make it's a lot literally nothing I'm, I'm sure it is but I hope it's just to make it look like he's doing something yeah he's important yes I have a whiteboard I have a whiteboard I I, I used to have a whiteboard at work I don't want it anymore I took it away so I do like the little moment where Jim is trying to make Dwight feel like he shouldn't let the power go to his head. And he says, Phyllis, can you believe this? And Phyllis just goes, just leave me out of it. Like she doesn't want, she doesn't want anything to do with it. Don't, don't, don't bring me into Pro- this. Probably story. because she's worried that if she takes Jim's side, Dwight's going to put her on more Saturdays. Put her on Saturday. Yeah, so like, and she's like, no, nope, do not add me into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then we go to, the whore house as michael calls the warehouse for no apparent reason i yeah (laughs) what what's wrong with that rachel (laughs) nothing it's just it's michael scott and he just makes me (sighs) if i ever ever become in charge of an entire office this is how i'm gonna act with the the slick i hope not the pleated pants that are I mean, pla- obviously, ironically, you're big. doing this. Yeah. He's doing this because that's who he is, yeah. okay? Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, his pants are way too big. Yeah. Like, they're baggy. And they I, poof. I think that might have also been why Jim was making fun of it earlier. But so, Yeah, because there's like so many pleats and then the poof. <laughs> so, Michael <laughs> takes Ryan down to meet the warehouse guys, and we meet Mitta Rajas, <sighs> also known as. <laughs> So this was also I I have to point out when we when we get to these moments that are just ingrained in my head forever. My college, I do love Daryl. Daryl, my college great. roommate would do this constantly. Would just do this mon- this little monologue by Daryl about Daryl Rogers is what Ryan thinks because why else would Michael call it Mister Rogers' neighborhood? And here we have Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Come on over here. Hey, this is Ryan. He's temping upstairs. What's up? And it's the foreman, Mitta Rajas. It's not my real name. No, it's Daryl. Daryl is Mitta Rajas. Daryl Rogers. Daryl Philbin. Then Regis. Then Reg. Then Roger. Then Mitta Rogers. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) It's so good. And you you can see. You can see how Michael, like an idiot, would just... He, well, he thinks because he's even like work, like mouthing it too. So it's like he's he thinks it's like funny because he's like, yeah, that's how I got to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Haha, you had great, great names I came up with for you. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I love Daryl. Dar- <laughs> that's how I feel. Daryl had Daryl Philbin played by Craig Robinson. Very, very funny, funny man. But in the office, mm-hmm. he almost plays more the straight man. You know what I mean? He plays the most level-headed just kind of but that's why i love it <laughs> I... because he's just like oh my god i have to deal with this shit yeah again. yeah and it's like that's why i love it because he's just so like oh god <laughs> on that level and then the other members of the warehouse staff another extremely funny comedian lonnie played by patrice o'neill patrice o'neill uh died Oh, really? It would have, which stinks, because he died in 2011, 
and I can't remember how mm. many uh, appearances he makes on The Office, but he's he's more known for his stand up for sure. I wish he would have made more appearances as Lonnie because I think this is pretty pretty good. And then there's uh, and then of course Pam's fiance Roy, who has made other appearances, but I love that Michael thinks that he's like. <laughs> building rapport by talking about how how he asks Roy if he's still getting it regular <laughs> and then he can, yep. <laughs> yeah, he can that... tell Pam that it's part of the job it's so gross it's so gross it's so gross <laughs> I'm sorry but god well, he's Michael just, Scott is he's gross just to an me ass, and he just thinks that he's he thinks in his mind I know this he is thinks this he is should cool. be doing he, he's just yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm sure I don't know if I've ever had someone at work or a boss in particular God, I would hope this not. bad, but I'm sure that they're out there. Folks at home, do you have a Michael Scott that would do something like this? There's a scene where Kevin tries to tell Dwight he cannot work this Saturday because he's in a band. He's in a right. Steve Miller I love tribute Kevin band. Too. So he, he changes from being in the Steve Miller tribute band, as he says here, to being in the the police tribute band. Uh, isn't it? Doesn't well, he? My assumption is it's the same band. They yeah, just no, they just changed, changed what, what they playing. wanted to play for sure. Dwight's reaction to get me a tape of the Steve Miller band and your band, and we'll talk. I also like when he says I'm in a band, and Kevin. Kevin says I'm in a band and Dwight goes marching or garage. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good. No, it's a good line. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a good, really line. good line. Is it marching or garage? And, garage. <laughs> and the look on Dwight's face when Kevin's done and he goes, that is all is such like a, like such like a shitty toady looking thing of just ha- wanting this power and, and having this power. Right. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Pam's toaster is broke. Her toaster oven has broken that she got from her engagement party three years ago. So she cannot, (laughs) so she can't take it back. So she's upset about that. I mean, okay, look, look, I've heard of people who are engaged forever and they never get married. I've had people who get engaged and get married like in a month. Yeah. No, you don't have to, but it it feels like they're so mean to them about it. I think the problem is this is not a mutually agreed upon, we're not going to get married or we are going to get married. If it was, if that was the case and it was two people that were just like, yeah, we just don't want it. Like, we're not even going to, we're not going to deal with it. We're not going to deal with getting married. Or like, you know, our friends have done, Rachel, where it's like, yeah, we're going to get married. We're just going to the fucking courthouse, like to hell with it. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. This is, she wants to set the date, and he doesn't. This is, that's true. That's true. So it's a and it just keeps getting pushed and pushed yes. and pushed and pushed and pushed. And then it just feels awkward because she keeps saying, no, no, no we're going to, we're going to, because she wants right. to. Okay, and yeah, I see why they're kind of like making yeah. fun of her. It just, at this point, it's like, it's like, oh, come on. And it's I could like, also see, deal, but it's like, even, no, it is. Even if, she, <laughs> even if she was okay with it, and even if she was okay with it, she has to deal with people always asking about it, and instead of right. and it being Pam and this is Pam in her most mousy I don't know if there's like a good uh, her most timid timid's probably a better word for Pam that she's just not willing to kind of stand up for herself and be like oh you know if it happens it happens like who cares we're happy like right. she won't say that she feels like she has to put on the front of like well one day we are going to get married right 
Well, because I think she wants to, but I don't. I think she's just questioning him at this point, considering he won't get on her level uh, with everything. I don't think she's questioning him yet. Not in you the don't? no. Not in not in the arc. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, maybe maybe it's always like subconsciously she is. I think it's subconscious. I think it's just like subtle. You can kind of see. Subtle well, I'll bring I'll bring up a subtle I'll mind. bring up a subtle point later. I'll bring up a subtle point later. That happens. Okay. All right. Michael asks Daryl if they're still on to play the game, and Daryl says he they can't because there's a truck coming in during the afternoon, so they're they're busy. And Michael says it can't be too busy because whenever he's down there, nobody's ever working, and it's like. It's half almost because it's like, yeah, because you're here, Michael. Like, we can't work because you're here. Right, because you're you're bothering us at this point. Mm-hmm. You're also not working because you're down here. <laughs> well, but he, another he is supposed to manage the warehouse, too. So he is, should... Oh, I, okay. Yeah. Fine. Like, Daryl is Whatever. the... He's just doing his walk. Daryl is the foreman, but it's still his shipments and stuff. So he should yeah. be... A, a, in an actual real-life place... The Michael role would be meeting with the Daryl role all the time so that they could, oh, yeah, you know, do inventory and be looking at shipments. But Michael's an idiot, so he doesn't understand any of that stuff. Yes. So Michael, that's correct. Michael makes chicken noises, and Daryl says, All right, fine, we'll play right after the shipment goes out. So, wait, wait, wait. Did we want to finish the Pam talk? I don't think you finished the Pam talk about her toaster oven. We just kind of talked about it. What's the end of it? Because I don't have that in my notes. Oh, I thought we were saving money for the wedding, but apparently Roy thought it was important to oh, buy two yeah. wave runners. Yeah, you should. I guess you should bring that up because the whole point of Pam's arc in the weekend, or, or having to work the weekend, is that Roy wants to take the wave runners out to the lake. Yeah, because he bought these wave runners instead of you know doing anything for the wedding or for them. It's like here's these wave runners, and then she doesn't even get to use it. The, the brother, brother or the friend? It. No, it's the yeah, brother. the brother uses it. So it wasn't even for her. So it's not even for the relationship at all. So he's just like, no, I'm just going to spend frivolous money instead of doing anything for us. <laughs> uh, I, how does she not get annoyed? Because <laughs> like... it's, it's Pam. She's, she's, at this point, she's more of a pushover to Roy and even Michael. Yeah. Would, you know, her character arc grows as the series progresses. True. Which is a nice part. Pam gets, she a, does actually Pam gets a good she character arc. She actually has arc. growth. Yeah, yeah, she does have growth. There's a cutaway with Michael doing a bit about Alan Iverson. So there's like a conversation that him and the warehouse guys have about Alan Iverson. And then he does mm-hmm. a bit about what his nickname would be or what his basketball nickname would be. And he wants to be the question because Alan Iverson is the... Alan Iverson, we don't have to get into all this. Alan Iverson used to <laughs> be kind of a a problem, but he never did. I don't know if he ever did anything bad off the court. I just don't remember because it was 20 years ago or whatever. But his nickname for a period of time was The Answer because he, it was like The Answer. He he. Some people tried to give him the, the nickname like The Question because it was like, oh, is he really going to be like the best NBA player? He's kind of a question mark right now because he mm-hmm. he's mostly probably known now for that meme of being like practice. We talking about practice. We talking about practice. If you know that bit, that's Allen Iverson, because somebody once asked him if him not practicing with his teammates because he like didn't go to practice or something was going to affect the way that his team pra- team played in like the game. And he was like, 
really? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. And he just kept saying it because he was just so annoyed. Because he didn't have an answer. Well, but yeah. So he, he got kind of like a reputation for it, which he completely lost. And then they started calling him the answer. That's the bit here. And that's why Michael says okay. he wants to be the question. And, and it's a fine bit by Steve Carell of doing like the question, the answer, back to the question. Like it makes sense in that way only. But that's why right. Michael is doing this whole thing about dunking in the, the... basketball games. and okay. Yeah, all that stuff. Gotcha. Michael comes back up and he asks the office if they're ready for the big game and they kind of all groan and he said oh you'll f- you'll follow me to the ends of the earth groaning all the way this is this del- <laughs> the delusion that He's michael so, thinks yeah. that these people all respect him is is pretty great right he makes fun of dwight for being a nerd because oh he makes a lord of the rings reference he makes a lord of the rings reference yeah and he says the he says the what was the what did he say something about gimli he says something about the well like i know the, it's i know it's gimli he says something about like the oh because he said follow me under the word earth and then he says oh the dwarf he says the dwarf from lord of the rings yeah. and he says Gip, gimli and he goes nerd and it's like yeah <laughs> like okay <laughs> i like that just to get under dwight's skin more jim laughs at michael's joke and it's like yep that's him that's him when when michael's doing like uh 10 point power th- whatever i you know when i make fun of rachel on here so then <laughs> <laughs> this is where we get michael figuring out who the starting lineup is going to be which is stanley of course yeah why of course uh i didn't say of course and and then and then you get the Jim. Oh, I, lo- I love it. Yeah, so go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Jim saying, "I heard it." And I and, heard you say, "Of and course." And Michael just goes, "People hear a lot of things, man." Because <laughs> he realizes what he did. He realized that right. he was being he was stereotyping Stanley, and now he yes. can't get his foot out of his ass or his mouth or uh, both. No, I like both. <laughs> Because then it, co- it cuts to Stanley. He's doing oh my his, god, like, little... this little confessional by Stanley is hilarious. He's so good. He doesn't even say anything. He doesn't say anything. He, he just sighs he... and shakes his head. He goes to so say perfect. something and he just sighs. Yeah, it's so funny. Phyllis wants to play if it's just for fun. And Michael at first ignores her and is like, okay, Ryan and Jim. And Ryan wants to make sure that he's getting paid to skip lunch. Which he is. Right. But, like, Phyllis played basketball. She said she played basketball in school, so she knows at least what she's doing, too. Yeah. But, again, it's Michael. Michael is... I know. He is a skin-deep man. He looks at you, and that's how he judges you. He does not... Oh, we get that later. (laughs) He does not (laughs) look at anything that you could possibly be other than that. So, of course, he thinks Phyllis is no good. Poor Phyllis. I love Phyllis, and she gets shit on so much, and I just love her. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So Michael goes to check. This is only in the super edit, too, which I think this scene helps with Michael being back and forth on if he can play or not. And he goes and AS Pac-Man, Todd Packer, if he can play. Mm-hmm. Todd Packer, not the right voice yet, not the right actor yet for Todd Packer, which we won't see until season sure. two wonderfully wonderfully done still sounds like a douchebag yeah um, it's just not it's not saying it's just not (laughs) it's it's not not the right douchebag yeah yeah yes so packer (laughs) the only way i could say it because come on no it's true it's absolutely true 100 percent. so 
after some confusion, we learn that Packer can't play. I think because he's sick, because he, he answers the phone I mean, phone he did, like, coughing. cough or sneeze yeah. or something. Yeah. And he's about to tell say that Michael's a little bitch for not ever coming to the pickup game. And Michael, of course, immediately picks up the phone because he's been giving this narrative to the camera that he is... But he's fantastic. Yeah, that he's great at basketball and he plays every weekend. So now that Packer cannot play, he needs to find a fifth person. But first, he tries to tell Daryl that because he knows Daryl's busy, that they don't have to play. And he's right. like, oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's fine. You, you know, we can play. We can play. That's fine. I'm not trying right. to get out of it. He has to kind of say, all right, no, that's fine. That's fine. And he comes back out and he's like, okay, we need another person. And Jim is like, okay, we'll fill us then. And he's like, no, 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 because it could be shirts and skins and we don't want that lawsuit on our hands <laughs> yeah uh, he saved his own ass by saying lawsuit on his hands yeah, i think phyllis of, you already know, knew what she, he meant though. we knew what you were saying yeah. you ass we all know oscar volunteers right and then and then michael says i will use your talents if we play baseball or box good job good <laughs> and, job michael and Way to look at the person and say, well, Oscar is Hispanic. Your race? Ah, uh, yes. So, of course. That's what you're good at. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin says, I have a hoop in my driveway. But yep. Michael turns it down, too. And then Dwight misses a fake shot because he tries to take a shot with, like, his masking tape or something into the into the garbage can, and he misses. But And if you look at Rain Wilson's face on this, I think he's going to break. I, thought he, I think he's going to laugh. And he's trying to hold it back because he sh- he holds up his hands like I was this close. But he's got like a right. smile on his face that's like almost not quite right. Like he's holding it back. And right. Michael acquiesces and he he says, all right, Stan, Ryan, Jim, himself, and Dwight. <laughs> and he wants to be, and Dwight wants to be team manager. And he says, no, you can be assistant to the team manager. And Dwight tries, of to, Dwight, Dwight tries to use his power of having the... Being the schedule guy? The schedule over his head. So Michael's like, Jim, you do the schedule. (laughs) So Jim gets the hassle. Which is even weirder because it's like, well, Jim also is playing, but also has to do the schedule now. Yeah, but he didn't want. Dwight was like threatening Michael that he was going to put Michael on the schedule. So now he's like, fine. So then he didn't even want him to do it. Like he could tell what Dwight was doing with the schedule. So he's like, fine. Yeah. Jim, you do it. So because Dwight was being an ass, now Jim has more work to do. And it's work that's going to piss Great. everyone off. Yeah. Right. Which I think Jim could figure it out. Like, just you just divide yeah. the people. Be like, say, is there These a are Saturday the Saturdays. You can I'm going to have you it, work on this yeah, Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that bad. But mm-hmm. this little montage is fantastic. So there's a, there's a little scene where Jim and Dwight exchange the whiteboard. After that, well, they don't. Because yeah, Dwight, that's right. Because Jim Jim's like, I don't want all. the whiteboard. Yeah, and then Dwight won't let him do it. Yeah, because like we said, you could easily just kind of figure it out. There's a montage of literally everyone in the office that Michael didn't doesn't get to play, being amazing shots at throwing garbage away. It's fantastic, yep. and I do love that. Yeah. Even some of the characters that are never named and must have been cut in the downsizing are, are really good. It's just 
silly. I heard, and I can't remember if I heard this in this commentary track or a different commentary track, but Michael throws a piece of paper at Pam's head and goes, oh, off the backboard. And Pam's response is, please don't throw garbage at me. And I can't remember if Jenna Fisher says it or somebody else says it about the Pam character. But I heard it on one of these commentary tracks and it's all blurring together for me now. (laughs) But somebody said that Jenna thought that that was the way she delivers that is almost the thesis statement for Pam's character at this point. Please don't throw garbage at me. And just like doing it in this very like. Yeah, but like. (laughs) So we've been talking about in this episode, or, or I guess in this episode of Shelf Life, we've been talking about the character arc of pam so that that is what jenna fisher and she is she does feel smaller yeah and she sits sits more hunched yeah she's quieter yeah and so the just the very thought of like it's just like please please don't do that please please don't like (laughs) yes please don't throw garbage at me that's 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 the most she can muster for her boss right degrading just don't do that Michael asks her... Yeah, that much for degrading her and then continues to degrade her in the same freaking scene. Yeah, yep. to where, you know, tie up maybe like a halter top, something a little more youthful to kind of be a cheerleader. Be our cheerleader. Pam comes up with a good retort, though, that she can't cheer against her fiancé. Yes, that's that's a good way of getting out of it if you just feel like you can't say no. Mm -hmm. Jim says he'll do it. He'll put on a, I love little, that. a little skirt because because he of course is, always comes to Pam's aid, and right. knight and shining armor. <laughs> Michael, you know. Michael, of course, being Michael, says, "We'll just try not to be too gay on the court," <laughs> and uh, and Jim even gives him the constantly. The foot is in the mouth and in the ass and everywhere except for on the floor. Michael, good job. Jim gives the gym face to this, and Michael immediately realizes what he said, and yep. then Phyllis goes, "Well, I'll do it." Like she'll she'll be the cheerleader. And Michael uh. says, "Oh yuck, that's even worse than you playing." Which is another line that I would always say was, "Oh yuck, that's even worse." Right <laughs> to whatever it was. To no matter what it was, I just want to give Phyllis a hug though for having to go through all oh, of this. Even terrible. the actress. I mean, he's got Michael, or I mean, uh, I feel like Steve Carell must give her a lot of hugs after being an <laughs> asshole to her. You know what I mean? Like, he has to be, like, such a jerk in, like, a lot of these episodes. He probably just, like, gives her a hug and he goes, I don't mean any of it. Yeah, especially like, when you realize I just that imagine. Steve Carell is, like, the this, you know, like, uh, for, all, for all intents and accounts, I'm sure, you know, who knows in real life. But they always make it seem like he's, like, a very sweet man to have to be yeah. doing a lot of this, uh, just the world's mean biggest comedy. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> have we talked about, we haven't probably talked about phyllis yet and and how she got on the show she was a casting director or assistant casting director with allison jones and she read the parts with a lot of the people on the show so she would sit in and do the other lines because they did the casting and i guess they just kind of figured like why don't we just cast phyllis because she like is good at doing this so they just mm-hmm. they just told phyllis i guess showed up one day thinking that she was going to do the backstage stuff and they went oh yeah you have to get into wardrobe because you're going you're going to be on the show <laughs> so that's how phyllis got on the show <laughs> that's kind of fun though it's like oh okay uh, oh okay mm-hmm. i hate <laughs> and now she's doing i just saw today she's doing honey nut cheerio ads with stanley 
Yes. Did, did you say? Did you see this? Have you seen I that have ad? Not. Okay. And that's actually amazing that that happened because think about everything that's just gone on. Mm-hmm. We just did freaking munch madness and not to date when we're doing this episode, of course. No, but think about it. Like mm-hmm. munch madness was about cereal, and now the and the office mash them together. There they are. So this is honey nut Cheerios. You said. Oh, look at how cute. They're doing like a heart health thing. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> it's funny. So Michael tells Phyllis in order to save this, she can't be a cheerleader because we need her to be an alternate. So suit up. You're on the team. You made it. So another him just trying his best to save himself from yep. getting thrown in HR. Right. Yep. Getting canceled getting fired <laughs> there's a little aside from dwight about how he wishes he could play against jim because he thinks that he would demolish him <laughs> i wonder if dwight realizes that he was totally wrong about that he watches jim play and jim's really good at basketball because he's tall and lanky probably i think probably michael like an idiot decides to taunt daryl Knowing now that he doesn't have Todd Packer, who he thought was his ace in the his hole. Yeah. So why is he doing this? Why? Because he's he's Michael Scott. <laughs> I guess he has to. I guess that's as good an answer it's, as any. It's it's his it's he's his just way a compulsive of dealing with moron. things that bother him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Michael taunts Daryl some more, and Daryl is like, "Well, then why don't we make it more interesting?" We also learned that Jim and Pam make less than 40000 so they're not making a lot of money. Yeah. So I like I like the fact that they're all like, yeah, I don't think any of us make that much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Daryl says, all right, fine, let's make it more interesting. How about the loser has to buy a round at the bar or has to buy dinner because he's getting sick of Michael taunting him. And right. D- and Michael comes back and says, why don't we do the loser has to work on Saturday? Because he thinks, oh, this is a perfect way to solve my problem. Like an idiot. Right. And Daryl's like, no, that's that's not as much fun. He's just like, that that takes the fun out of it. If you're making us have to like do something that the other side is going to like truly be bothered by if they lose. So he's like, right. But Michael does the chicken shit again. And he's like, fine, you're on. We'll do that. Like, yep. Daryl knows that they, these guys don't stand a They're chance. Gonna lose. And he just wanted to make it fun. And it just, God. <sighs> Michael, of course, has to do it his way. Of idiot. That's, that's it. He just has to make it idiot. I can't imagine having to do something at work that's... It, now it's almost, like, forced. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, <laughs> he completely sucked the fun out of it. Yes! He, now it's, like, just completely forced. Like, it seemed like the, the originals were kind of like, yeah, it'll be fun. You know, we're going to have a good time. And now they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I really don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Michael starts doing some high knees to stretch. He's uh, stretching down in the warehouse, and the warehouse guys are all looking at him like he's insane because they're like... Because he is. <laughs> well, because he is. <laughs> you sh- should stretch before any physical activity, though. The Perkis system has taught me that. So, <laughs> so remember to do that, folks. It's good for you. Dwight took the first aid kit because I guess Angela was going to take the first aid kit down to the warehouse in case somebody got hurt. 
and right. Dwight, which makes sense. Dwight has it. Like yeah, you were saying before. Yeah, somebody always somebody's gets hurt. Gonna get hurt. Somebody's it's always going to get thing. hurt. Every, any physical activity at an office, someone's getting hurt. It's a guarantee. <laughs> it's a guarantee. Michael is trying to dunk, and he keeps missing the dunk, and then he finally makes one. And it's a good sight gag because Lonnie raises the hoop. <laughs> and he, and then he, yes. and then he tries to just shoot the basketball, and he can't shoot for shit. It just <laughs> falls like five feet lower than the rim. <laughs> Jim thinks he can impress some people out there today because he played in high school, and you know, you know what he's talking about, but it makes it a little funnier because, like, he's it's Jim, and he's like, I'm gonna impress some people. He right. can't say explicitly yeah. what he's trying to do. He's Some people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pam and Jim have a little back and <laughs> forth because Pam says that Jim's going to need the luck. You know, they, they do like, she does like a good luck thing or something like that. Pam says that Roy's very competitive. This is where we find out that he wants to take the wave runners to the lake. And Jim yes. wants to go to the outlet mall. And this is a very poor job of asking Pam out by Jim because he says like well since he'll be working if you want to come with me to the outlet mall I'll see you at the mall right and she's like I think actually that will be at the lake so so there's this like little back and forth thing between the two of them it's it's hard to tell if he's trying to make it into a bet like oh if we win like if I win I Think, you're gonna come to the mall yes, with me. I, I, and if Roy yeah. wins, you're gonna go to the lake with him. Yes, I think it's a failed job at trying to do like a like a pickup sort of thing. Yeah, because like I don't she think kind of trash talks him because he like, oh yeah, you're gonna need it, like same, type of thing. At the same but it's like time, I don't think that that's what the kind of character they want Jim to be because you could see like that being on like some cringe TikTok shit. Of like, I'm gonna pick up this girl by like make. It's the Dustin Hoffman and Star Wars thing from Seinfeld, right? He, he the you don't remember this one where the guy bets Elaine. I think it is. I think it's Elaine. It might be somebody else. But the guy bets Elaine that Dustin Hoffman wasn't Star Wars, and if he's wrong, he'll buy her dinner. And of course, he's wrong. Right. So, oh yeah, it, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? So he's like doing it on purpose. Like it's one of those like if I if I say something. It's the, no matter what, I'm always going to win. Because I'm going to get to take you out. Because, yes. So it's like, oh, if you win, you buy dinner. If I win, I buy dinner, right? Yeah. Or like, whatever. I think we're It's one of those silly things. I think we're thinking too much into it. Because I don't think they want Jim to come off that way. So even if we can infer that. He does to me, though. I'll shit on Jim Halpert sometimes in our office episodes. I don't. <sighs> I'm not shitting on him. You're making it out that I'm saying, trying to say that he's a skis ball. I'm just saying <laughs> that, <laughs> that he's he's like making a bet. Like if he wins that you should come to the mall with me instead of going to wave running with, you know, your fiance well, and because his brother. He, he won't who you're not even able, able to do anything. You're going to have to sit on the beach anyways and do nothing. Right. While they go have fun. Yeah. Right? I think his whole point is like, no, you're not going to want to do that. You're okay. going to come with me because we're going to have fun together. Yeah. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. I could see it both. I can see it in those ways. But anyway. Secret weapon! Because here comes Stanley coming down the stairs. Here comes Stanley! <laughs> he just looks so mad that he has to do this. 
We get a little PDA between Roy and Pam at this point. Jim looks away yeah. because he can't stand it. Dwight's outfit is hilarious. The oh reveal of God. his outfit is hilarious. He's got the... <laughs> that mask on that I think is supposed to save his nose from getting broken. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's for a broken nose. It is a Rip Hamilton mask, who is a basketball player back in the day that wore this thing. He wore this all the time. <laughs> so I mean, I could see why, because it like is supposed to probably distribute the force to different parts of the face instead of just well, all it is. On the it's, nose. it's it's if you have a broken nose, you wear it. Oh, if you have a broken nose, yeah. then you wear but then, it. But then, but then some so players, it protects it. some players like wore it. Rip Hamilton might have broken his just nose always one wore game, it anyways. But he wore it. All he probably the time. broke it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I do love the reveal. So he's of, got that weird thing on. I love the reveal of him walking by Michael. In the super fan cut, you don't get this reveal. Well, but I love yeah. in the TV cut. Well, he's got the sexy anime girl, too. Yes, so he's like... got this made-up anime <laughs> shirt on. It's it's perfect. It's very, very Dwight. Even, very even Dwight. Phyllis's outfit makes sense. She's got this, like, big flowery sweater on. Oh, yeah. I mean, that looks like a comfy sweater. Uh, I like Phyllis. I like her comfy sweater. They do a little huddle. <laughs> they do a little huddle of who they're all going to take. And Michael wants to be on their best player, which of course right. is Roy. And so he he just can't not let himself be like the center of attention by trying to be against Roy, who they know is right. the best player. Of course. Yeah, well, I, like the thing is, is like you'd kind of want to match up with size too. So it's not even like the the best. Uh, yeah, Jim's your tall, best. lanky guy. Even like... if, yes, and you want him to go against Roy, who's also like the same height, and he can at least like yeah. get around him and yeah. like do all of that. So it's like, Michael, you're you're kind of tiny in this group. Yeah, you do realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, you should you should be on Lonnie or Daryl, and even then, yes. you're, you're not. They still are taller than you, but at least. Right. At least... He's still just going to reach over his head yeah. and take the ball. Like, because <laughs> he's no good anyway. So it's not like he's going to be able to jump and, like, sneak around and, yeah, but, like, be again, athletic. He wants to be. I know, I best. know, I know. He wants to be that person. So he pretends he is that person. He's intimidated by work. Lonnie and Daryl doing a hand, an elaborate handshake. So he, he, he's, um, he doesn't know what to do about that. Dwight yep. Dwight takes his shirt off and looks like uh, of course looks like me if I would take my shirt Pasty, off pasty and flabby I'm I'm hairier than that but you know you got that thank thank you thank you everybody <laughs> wanted to know that one now everybody got a good picture in your head Rain Wilson has more <laughs> he's that he's got that skinny fat going on he looks he does not look as um, chunky as he does with his shirt on but with his shirt off he's got like that skinny fatness going on oh just like a little bit of like something. Yeah, he's got like a little pudge. I guess <laughs> it's not it's not bad. He's not like fat, but he has. I think like... it's just I think it's just his shape. He's got like a pear shape almost because <laughs> his like stomach is a little bit wider than his his like his uh, hips are wider than his shoulders. So I think that might be what's what I'm thinking. What's of? hiding it? Yeah. All right, so this was the moment that I wanted to mention. <sighs> so Michael asked Pam. There's a couple of good spots now. Once they start playing, this I'm like, whole yeah, section this. is gold. I love this is great. the whole thing of them playing <laughs> basketball. They were told, like, there was a couple of beats that they were supposed to hit, but Greg Daniels told them, just play basketball. So a lot of this is them just kind of making some stuff up I or them, like, trying to figure that. out what their characters would do. So it's, I love it. I love this whole section. We start with the tip-off. Which, 
Michael tells Pam, why don't you do it? Because you have your foot in both camps. And Roy tells Pam <sighs> as a joke. He's, tra- he's trying to tell a joke. He says, tip it my way or, or you're sleeping in the car. And you would think that because Roy is way more athletic than Michael, that he would win the tip off. But Michael wins the tip off because yes. I think Pam I think kind tipped of it tipped him. it to him because she got pissed at that joke that Roy made. So that that's the well, because she's like annoyed. It's just like mm-hmm. so that's one of those little things where, to your point, Rachel, where like maybe there's some subtlety there. But yeah, even unconsciously, if she tipped it yeah. towards Michael, there's I think no she did it. no I think reason she did why it. Michael should have won that tip off. And he tips it to Stanley, and Stanley dribbles. <laughs> In the most... like, like a kid would dribble that has never played with like a basketball yeah, ever. He's got his and one hand so like cute. out back and he's like bent over and like got his eyes on the ball. It's hilarious. And Michael is so mad and he's just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Stanley. Oh. What? You gotta be kidding me. He's so mad. It's like, well, this is why you shouldn't just assume. <laughs> So immediately, they lose the the advantage they, they, here. Yeah, right. So some stuff happens. Jim takes it himself, makes some room, some moves around Roy and scores. Michael's shouting at them the entire time, doing a bunch of stupid crap the entire time. I love the one where he says, "I usually make those." When he <laughs> when he chucks it and misses, he's just not on his game today. He's just not on his game. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? <laughs> Uh, Dwight makes a shot at one point, and Michael's like, "What, Dwight? Dwight what's wrong with you? I was, I was open, and he he can't like let anybody else take any glory." I did forget to mention right. that. Well, because Dwight gets it in, Dwight yeah, gets a point. Dwight gets it. So it's like, why are you complaining? Like, <laughs> I forgot to mention that Dwight is on the East German Gale, <laughs> and, and Dwight yep. looks nervous yep. about it that he has to. T- he's his he's manned up with. I can't remember what her name is, but what, whoever the woman. I don't. Do we get her name? I at don't some point, I can't remember what her name is though. But at some point, you. Get I her mean, name. it just kind of reminded me of Dodgeball. I can't. I don't know how to say her name. It's her name is very difficult to say. Oh yeah. Dodgeball. Yeah. This. I. I. I don't know. Mike calls a charge on Roy. It wasn't. And then he takes... <laughs> it wasn't. He takes forever to shoot the shot. I love the little bit here, though, and I kind of want to know if Steve Carell, like, improvised this, like, flipping the ball, setting it on the ground, all this stuff. Oh, I think he did. He must have. And then he just completely overthrows the backboard. It's it's a perfect, like, nobody says anything. <laughs> it's just... it's. It just happened. It's that's a really good comedic moment, and then they all have to do like the little clap because. Yep. Good try. Good try. Good hustle. <laughs> Am I Michael Scott? I might just be a basketball machine. Okay. When I am playing hoops, all of the stress and responsibility of my job here just melts away. It's gone. I'm in the zone. Who am I? Am I Michael Scott? I don't know. I might just be a basketball machine. What's Donna Rifflin? I've never heard of it. Filing, paperwork, who cares? Possible downsizing? Um, well, that's that's probably going to happen, actually. And he's just so bad at it. He loses the ball. All this stuff is happening. Jim, right. Jim hurls it at Michael once because I think he's getting pissed at Michael 
So he throws it knowing that Michael's not going to get it. Daryl makes a shot and Daryl and Lonnie do like a little like... Oh, yeah, they do like a showboating. Yeah, like they, they do yeah. like some showboating about it. It's great. And Michael gets a little intimidated by this, of course, again. It gets in his head. Yeah. It gets in his head. Ryan takes a shot, so he tries to do like some yes. like of it with Ryan and Ryan like doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> he just looks like an idiot. He's just like moving his head back and forth. This entire time, the rest of the office is just doing their work. They're not paying attention to the game at all. Yeah, they've like brought down like notebooks and stuff to like continue to work while they, while they sat with them. I love the little bit of Dwight stealing the ball because he just rips it out of the lady's hands because he's an ass. Right. And then he like gets in her face and they like they like almost start like fighting each other because he's like, oh my god, <laughs> she pretty much pushes him too. I'm surprised they didn't call follow on that one. <laughs> they might have because I I think a lot of this that's being cut out is Michael has decided the only way he's going to be able to win this game is if he keeps calling fouls and they can't right. say anything because he's the boss or that's that's what he, he thinks and that's what they kind of do. Right. They're just like, whatever, you're going to lose anyways. You can keep saying it, but you're going to lose anyways. Michael does a analogy here of how basketball is like jazz and football is more like, uh, uh, but he, he thinks basketball is more like do, 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 and you have to be like smooth, like jazz, like that. Um, <laughs> who's that guy? Who's that guy? Uh, not the, the guy who plays, guy. The, he plays the, the, the swirly yeah. <laughs> the horn. Yeah, yeah. It's a swirly like, horn. Are you, are you... I'm like, are you talking about a saxophone or are you talking about a trumpet? Like, I don't know which one you want to say here. And then at the end, it's and Kenny G. And then he says G. Kenny G. Like, what? Not exactly the most prolific jazz musician out there. Football is like rock and roll. It's just boom, And basketball is like jazz, you know? You're kind of... It's all downbeat. It's in the pocket. It's like... So... He tries to do this Harlem Globetrotter thing because he sees Jim doing... Oh, yeah. Jim's just he's, doing cute stuff He's trying his... to show off, so he's spinning the ball on his finger. So Michael's like, ugh, I can do that too. And he tries to do some Harlem Globetrotter stuff, and he's, like, doing the, right. the music, and Roy just steals the ball from him and scores, and then mocks Michael. I love that... <laughs> I love that the warehouse guys kind of call Michael out on his shit. Right. I guess they're way more down to earth than like, yeah, a well, couple of the people that are in. The they don't office. have to fear like being laid off. Like I think that's what they're trying to get at. Like Daryl would I guess have. That's true. Which I don't know if that's true. Again, it's like is. The, well, that's yeah, not I'm how surprised it... he like they're they're not a part of the the possible downside. They would be because that right. They would be so the whole office would be. But I guess that would include the warehouse. So maybe I'm not. So they might actually be. They might be. But maybe it's just... So maybe I'm wrong about it. I don't know if it's them it. not being afraid of it. I think they're just kind of like, they screw don't it, care. it doesn't matter. I guess it... Because they don't, they're not... Michael isn't constantly down there. He he only walks down there randomly. Maybe it's more that probably. they report to Daryl. I don't right. know if Daryl would report to Michael or not, but maybe that's that they don't report to Michael, so it doesn't matter as much. But I would think and that he doesn't micromanage of... them, so that might be part of it too. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to deal with it because he doesn't want to come down there anyway. So they don't have to deal with like right. the back, the backlash. That could be it. Yeah, they can, they 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 have like a, a bit of a separation. There's separation from Michael, so they kind of can be a little bit more against him. Michael calls a timeout, and in the timeout, Jim says that he'll take Roy, 
Oh, well, he first says that they're playing like a bunch of girls while all of the women in the office are sitting right behind him. Right. And they're probably better than, you know, Michael at everything. <laughs> we already know Phyllis is. Yeah. So Michael cannot admit that he cannot take Roy. So even though Jim is like, I'll take Roy, he's like, no, 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 we're losing. And Jim is like, well, I think Lonnie's on fire right now. And they cut to Lonnie and he's like, dead. He looks, like, he looks tired. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's completely like, okay, gassed. Like <laughs> so Michael's like, okay, all right, you're right. So they decide to switch. And because they decide to switch, Roy can't just run roughshod. And it's a little bit more like Jim's just kind of taking it himself. And he is a little bit better than Roy. Him and Roy are now playing really physical and like really competitive. Yes. This is where Roy right. elbows him in the face. Yes. I think by accident. I I don't think he meant to. Uh oh, Rachel's thinking. About I this no. I I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he meant to either. Now I feel like I want to see a playback. Hold on. I'm just gonna pull up the replay here. No, I don't think he meant to either, because it it it, fe- it oh it felt like they were just way too up on each other, and when he went for the ball, it just went into his face. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's a little bit like might be Jim's. Jim fault. was. Jim's trying too yeah, hard. Yeah. Which could be true because he's trying to impress Pam. Roy doesn't right. care. Roy's just Roy's just there to beat Michael. If uh, if anything, Roy starts to get frustrated though. Pam's a little concerned, but Jim gets a little even more physical here. He like kind of does the push off shove to hit the jump shot, right? And then he steals the ball from Roy and he makes another shot. And Roy Roy's starting to get frustrated now. So now now it's on between these two. And Pam goes back and forth from being concerned and impressed. It's right. Like, like they're buying. There's for... a lot of different things happening on her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dwight calls a double dribble, and then Michael makes fun of him for calling a double dribble, and then he immediately calls a double dribble. And like right. <laughs> Dwight steals the ball from Ryan so that he can make the shot. And Ryan's like, same team, Dwight. But he doesn't a- right. actually care. This is where Stanley gets hurt. Or Stan- Stanley, like, doesn't want to play anymore. I feel like Stanley just didn't want to play anymore. So I think he faked it. Yeah, I'd believe it. I'd believe it that he's just like, you know what? I'm tired. i probably just running back and forth. Like, if anything, I'm just <laughs> passing it back and forth between guys. I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. I hurt my ankle. Take somebody else. <laughs> I love the moment where nobody even touches Michael and he just goes, foul, foul, foul. It's so Weasley. It's all he had. It's all he had and it didn't even work. Phyllis scores and I love the in your face that Michael does after Phyllis scores. (laughs) And then, of course, he asks Angela. He runs by Angela, who he's making keep score. And Angela says, you're ahead. He doesn't say, she doesn't say how much or anything. She just says, you're ahead. After all of this, Lonnie is lined up mm-hmm. with, oh no, not Lonnie. I can't remember who the uh, older guy is. Whoever that guy is. He's lined up with Michael. Do they have his name? He's got a name. I know that they, I think somebody says his name during the episode, but I can't remember what it is. But anyway, the older guy in the, in the warehouse. In the warehouse, yeah. Is lined up with Michael. And Michael, Michael is call, is telling people what to do from the sidelines. Oh, before we get to that, a little moment that I think was cut from the TV version. 
is Michael is on the sidelines and he's asking Stanley if he wants to get back in the game because Michael, I think, doesn't want to play because he's gassed. And Stanley is like, I don't I don't have to do this, Michael. And Stanley or, or Michael just goes in a very, very matter of fact way, says, you've been a big disappointment to me today. I just want you to know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a, I love that line. I really wish they would have kept that line because it's really good. Of just Michael not understanding that. It's so straightly he... done. Like, you're, you're a big disappointment yeah, to me today. A, it's like, wow, okay, you're today. still on that? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's not that Michael was wrong to think that Stanley should know how to play basketball in the same way that Cartman thinks that Token knows bass. It's that. Right. <laughs> that one though it was true that one just happened to be true <laughs> but, that just happened to be true okay look <laughs> uh, but michael's just disappointed in stanley uh, so poor stanley that older guy is against michael and he i don't even know if he actually bumps him i think the same it's like either the same thing happened like between yeah, Roy and jim yeah. that happened yeah. here or He's faking that it happened. I think he did bump him. Like his elbow is. It there. might have been just like a little bit. But I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's to the extent that Michael is making it out to be. Right. I mean, it's not even to the. extent. He's like. He, well, he's. I mean, Michael's making it out to be like a personal offense. Yes. Like you hit me on purpose. Yes. Like. All right, you weasel. Yeah. Come on. So because of this, <laughs> Michael is like, nope, that's a flagrant foul. It was intentional, and you know what. We're just not even, we can't even play anymore. The game is over. The game is just over. It's it's so, so squirrely. It's it's unbelievable. Like, if this were yeah, to happen, really. like, at, at, in real life, you'd just be like, fuck this guy. Like, you would, you'd be like, I just, you know what? Sever me. Like, why do I even want the job here? So dumb. Angela tries to give Michael an ice pack. And Dwight's like, no, you got to break it first. And he pops the ice bag and all the gel right. falls out. I love that for the rest of this scene, when the warehouse guys are intimidating Michael, you can hear them stepping on like the little gels that have fallen on the ground. Yes. It's good little Foley work. <laughs> it's, it's great. So he tells the warehouse guys that they have to come in on Saturday because they were, the office was ahead. The winners. And, that was, that was, and they were ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, Which no, Which I don't no. even know if that's true. It's hard to tell if Angela just didn't care. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. They were ahead. coming back. They were doing a lot better with Jim playing the point guard role. Like, even Michael makes a and, shot yeah. at some point. Yeah. Well, like, with Michael out, too, I think they probably made a lot more points yeah, while he was out. That's true, too. Yeah. Because I think when Phyllis came in. So it in, makes sense. Because Phyllis knows how to She shoot. was probably making yeah, a bunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have to deal with Michael being an idiot. So that probably yes. helps. <laughs> so they intimidate him enough by telling him they're not coming in on Saturday. So Michael's like, oh, come on. Like, I, I'm embarrassed that it was even that close and that wouldn't be good for morale. So we'll come in on Saturday. And everybody in the office is just upset because like, no matter what they do, Michael's so going to, Michael's right. going to, you know, it's Michael being a bad boss again because he just lets the, the warehouse intimidate him to yes. not do something managerially and at least make a decision right. one way or another. Yeah. After the game, <laughs> Kevin is shooting oh, I love shots, that. and apparently yeah, it's Kevin, Ryan, and Jim. I think right. Yeah. They're just kind of like they're doing the thing where you're just throw. Yeah, and if you make the shot, it's like horse almost. Well, if you make the shot, they th- or around the world. Yeah, I think he's just yeah he's going around the world, but I think he's just like if he makes the shot, he gets the ball back. Whenever you're like uh, okay, whenever you're warming up to like do pickup or whatever, like that's kind of how it works. Like if you make the shot, 
you take it. A, oh, you yeah, take sure. another one, and if you don't make the shot, whoever got the rebound can like just kind of shoot around. Then, so I guess this he just makes every shot. I think that, <laughs> and in the commentary they say this was real. Brian Baumgartner is actually really athletic. He's actually really, and he's that. really into sports. So he oh, yeah. made. They said like fourteen of these in a row. They just filmed it. And he just kept making it, and it was so great that he. They're like, keep that of course, <laughs> that of course, because Kevin looks like Kevin, Michael wouldn't pick him to be in the. And it, he's of course like the best fucking basketball player they had. Like he would have been amazing if he would have let him play. Uh, uh, and I love how long they have it go on too, of just like having I, him make yes. the shots. So he made like fourteen in a row or something like that. Stanley and Ryan are cleaning themselves in the sink. Yep. Literally, they're like taking sink showers because they're probably like grotesquely. Yeah, like, like I think smelly at this point, it's the end. The day's over. Just go home. It's time to go home. Just go home. Yeah, it's time to yeah. go home. Oh, I, I, there's a little there's a little fun part too in the super fan cut where Kevin is tra- dabbing himself off in the kitchen and Angela's like, You didn't even play. And he's like, It was hot down there. <laughs> and he comes- I mean, he did play after. We know he <laughs> yeah, was shooting yeah. around. <laughs> Which is why I think they cut it out. It's a good joke. It is funny. It's yeah. funny for Kevin, but I think they cut it out because they put him shooting the shots back in. Which was better. Yeah. yeah. Roy comes up and Roy is complimentary to Jim here. He talks about how good he played. He calls him Larry Legend. I- like Larry Bird. Yeah, I think it's one of those things, though, where it's like you're going to be kind of mean to each other on the field, on the court, and yeah. then it's like, oh, but you were, you did good because we were actually, like, against each other. Yeah. It, like, worked out. Yeah, like, you know? I, I still think, yeah, that they were, that Roy is probably a little annoyed at how good Jim was, but he gets, oh, yeah. you know, he doesn't, he doesn't he's got, he's got Pam. And he's going to, little respect. And he's going to take her into a tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what the that's what they said on the way back. That's what they said on the way I know. <laughs> I know it's so awkward, but yeah. <laughs> and I think Jim gets upset because yeah, he got to impress her, but but he didn't get it's her. Not like he gets her. He doesn't get the girl yeah. at the end. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Michael comes out of his office with Kleenex in his nose. I think to sell the the hit. I think that's that's exactly what he's doing. Okay. It's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to say, yeah, it's all bloody now. I have to put Kleenex up my nose. <laughs> he might as well have come out with tampons in his nose. I think that would have been funnier. Yeah, that would have been almost too over. Like later seasons would have done like that. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Like, <laughs> like there's too much blood flow, and Dwight's like, I'll go get a tampon from the women's bathroom. Right. Yeah, yes. That's exactly that what makes happened. more sense yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah michael says that because they're all like looking at him mad and he's like you know what nobody comes in on saturday and i guess he had like a thing that he had to do anyway on saturday morning so he's like you know what nobody has to come in and and then because he can't yeah, yeah. and it ends with the downer note of course of like oh all right great like we don't have to come in and he goes, it's not like coming in on a Saturday was going to prevent downsizing or anything. So Right. Like, okay, good job. Yeah, so he's good like, job, all right, bud. have a good weekend. That's the end of the show. He ends up by saying, like, you can learn lessons even if you don't win. But they did win because they were ahead. <laughs> of course, yeah. So, Rachel, <sighs> what did you think of basketball? I thought it actually had a lot of good moments, especially like during the game. The game part to me is the best, the best part of the entire thing. And like you saying that they were just told to play, if that's like true, if they was just told to play and they were just kind of like messing around the whole time being their characters. It just, I feel like that added to it a lot. So I enjoyed that part of the thing. Mm -hmm. Of the show, of the episode. Of the show, yes. (laughs) Of the thing. (laughs) 
of the thing of the show so one more little note here the cold close like after the 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 commercial break for like the proper like the epilogue is michael mm-hmm. just chucking it is steve carell chucking it across the court and it it goes in so he makes like a full court shot and like everyone goes like oh and, <laughs> and it, like it kind of in character michael goes like yeah they cut it out of the the real edit, but it's just like I think it's funny. But it must they, have actually happened. Yeah, we're like oh my god. Yeah, they said that like yeah, like it actually happened because of course like Steve Carell the whole time is just chucking it because like that's the yes that's the whole point because that's the joke. But it actually goes in that that's time. the joke. That's great. I love that. For me, like I said, there's nostalgia for me for this one because it's the episode that I used to try to get my friends to watch it. It's the episode that I've seen this episode a lot. This is one of my more favorite episodes of The Office's run. And I think it is because of what you're saying, Rachel. That part where they're playing basketball might be one of my favorite, like, segments of The Office. It feels so natural for them to just be them and, like, play and mess around and be funny. Yes. (laughs) So so it's a really solid episode for me. It it really holds up. Michael gets to be cruel and stupid, but he also has to look like an idiot. Right, so it's kind of like he gets his comeuppance at the same yes, time. Yes, exactly. And Which is nice, because he gets his comeuppance for being an idiot and being like saying the wrong thing yes. and, and just being him. Yes, so it works. It works very tonally and narratively because of that. So it's yes. a very solid episode, basketball. See how see where it ranks on the uh, on the charts when we get to the end of the, the season, or if it has shelf life. If it has its shelf right. life by itself. So... With that being said, we will take a short break and we will conclude. I don't know why I said it like (laughs) that. Conclude. Well, we will conclude season one of The Office with Hot Girl after the break. Hey, 